Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Can I say something that I think is bullshit? You're a fool, agent. Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Now you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt, smoking hash through the ground. Oh, I don't know. There's all kinds of shit. I'm shower filled with women. Sit your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of woman's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know. Come up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes? Singing along, fucking along, doing this something the fuck along. Here we go! Hi, this is Chloe Trujillo, and you're listening to End Podcast for All. Welcome back to Podcast for All. I'm Shane Obershaw. And I'm Jeff Winslow. I got a question for you, bud. Yeah, what's up? Uh, I haven't seen you in a while. Are you still... You go through cars like I go through sparkling water. Are you still <laughs> driving the BMW? Yes, I still got my Beamer. Didn't you buy that from a German? Uh, not quite. I mean, she might have been German, but... Okay. So I bought it real quick. I bought it from... A uh, lady who was actually stationed in Germany um, with the oh. Air Force, and she bought the car when she was stationed there, and then had it shipped here when she moved back to America. So it's like a real deal, legit German BMW. It's got German writing in the trunk and stuff. It's it's pretty cool. So a BMW that was actually manufactured and driven in Germany is now in Minnesota. Is in Minnesota, driven on the autobahn and everything manual so i love it <laughs> right on so if i were to buy a bmw in the states does that always come from germany or not necessarily i mean honestly i don't know i think but i honestly i'm i don't know if they have manufacturing plants here or if it's strictly in germany uh you'd think being a bmw fan that i would know these things so i might get a little hate mail from it but well bud i got some good news for you tonight we are going to the country of BMW, and they are also named after your favorite Metallica record. St. Germany. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I've always wanted to go to Germany. Chapter 273. Dude, we've talked to some badass chapters, but I have to say St. Germany is probably one of the most, uh, oh, how do you say it, highly visible chapters. You see their flag and their name on damn near everything yeah they're definitely one of the most well known that i'm aware of that's for sure maybe we're going to talk to some beamer owners tonight and you guys can just geek out on the autobahn yeah right <laughs> can't you go like 120 during the day there and that's normal 
Yeah, as far as I know, I don't think there is like a in certain areas or maybe the whole thing. Maybe they can correct us on this, but I I don't think there's a speed limit in certain areas of the autobahn. I think it's just kind of <laughs> do your own right. thing, chicken wing. <laughs> chicken wang i think you and i should ship the beamer and the tesla over there live in germany hang out with saint germany yeah we could race all afternoon on the autobahn think how cool that would be that would be amazing i'm down maybe we could do an episode while we're on autopilot going 130 like it's just normal yeah we'll do it in your car okay try to keep up i mean i think i might be able to work a computer and drive a manual at the same time but i think it'd just be easier to do it in your car so in your car there's german writing tell me like the placards or the stickers or the warning labels or what? So in the back of a lot of BMWs, they have like in the trunk, they have like a tool kit. Mm -hmm. And when you pull it down in the trunk, there's like writing in it and it, some of it's in German. Like how to change a tire or put out like flares or something. I mean, I guess I don't know how to read German, <laughs> so I don't know exactly <laughs> what it says, to be totally honest. I mean, I know how to change a tire and do all that, so I don't think I need a step-by-step -step for that. Yeah, you're pretty good in that the department. Well, you ready to rock this episode? Maybe they can answer your questions. Hey, I'm ready, man. Let's do it. Real quick, Jeff, before we get to our guest, I think I'm going to slam down a liquid death sparkling water. And you know what? I think I'm going to slam down a liquid death mountain water. I might slam down so many liquid deaths tonight, I'm going to have to go to Whole Foods or 7-Eleven to stock up afterwards. And remember, Shane, you can go turn those cans in afterwards at your local scrapyard, earn a bunch of money, and walk away. Isn't there a promo code when you order online, dude? Yes, sir. Promo code is and podcast one word. This code is valid for a free koozie two-pack on their first 12-pack purchase. What's that code again? And podcast, all one word. Liquid death, sparkling, and mountain water. Murder your thirst, and then, and podcast for all. Here we are, everyone. Season four, episode three, from Munich, Germany. We have Gerhardt and Michael from St. Germany. We usually say uh, good evening, gentlemen, but it's morning. Uh, where you guys are, how you doing? Hello, good morning, Shane and Jeff. We are fine, we are fine. Maybe a little bit sleepy, but we will get over that quite quickly, I think. <laughs> Have you guys ever woken up at 6 a.m. and having this much Metallica fun? I mean, this is what it's all about. I, I, I woke up at 5, uh, 5 o'clock and I heard the birds singing outside Metallica songs. <laughs> nice. We love it, Garrett. We love it. So you guys, um, are you kind of the the head presidents and leaders of the infamous St. Germany chapter? We, we see you all over the world. Are you guys the leaders? Actually, not at all. Not at all the leaders. Um, chapter head is Oliver. And um, we are basically just you know, members of the fan club at different times. We, we came in different phases of the chapter. Um, I was a little bit early. I came in in um, 2014, right after the Through the Never movie. Cool. And I think um, Gerhard joined. When did you join? Yeah, I joined in 2019 uh, during the Black Ticket European tour. And I, I decided to travel my, by myself. And, and uh, the first uh, row, I, I traveled with my wife. Uh, and the second one alone. Cool. During the, the concerts from Amsterdam to Cologne, I met these green guys with the shirts. And I was interested. And they took care about me and uh, invited me to the family from St. Germany. 
that's awesome. I think between Jeff and I, when we're scrolling through pictures and, you know, scouring the internet, you see that St. Germany green shirt everywhere. You see the St. Germany flag. Oh yeah. And, it's, um, it's well known. Jeff and I were just talking a couple minutes ago, the, uh, the May month of giving, uh, Metallica post they made of all chapters they featured, uh, here we are, St. Germany again. Yeah, you're right. That's a big honor for us. And always a big surprise for us. <laughs> when we well, look congratulations. At yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Um, yeah, as, as you said, we have people in the front row. We have people a little bit back in, back in the audience. Um, we have people in the seats. Um, we travel to many, many places. On the European summer shows, we had um, a member at every show. Wow. So from the 25 shows, there was somebody at every show. Wow. Um, I did 18 shows myself, so uh, I was already covering up a lot of things. <laughs> Nicely done, Michael. And uh, as you said, we, we always appear in, in, in pictures. Uh, Ross Helfin took some pictures where members were seen. Uh, we are even on the, on the 2021 calendar that they brought out, that came That's out. Right. That's right, I've seen that. The S&M 2 cover. Um, yep. When you look on the cover, you see a green shirt somewhere. And that's one of our members, Nick. That's great. <laughs> if I remember right, one of the uh, Metallica Monday shows was in uh, Berlin, and James even has been known to dedicate some songs to you guys. Yeah, um, I think it was two thousand four in two thousand and four in Munich, the two thousand and four Munich show, where he dedicated songs to us. You remember which ones, Michael? It was Dire's Eve. I think it was the last wow. song. And and members were standing on the side of the stage, and they were quite surprised too. <laughs> in two thousand and four, I, I think any time that songing uh, is even mentioned, people get a little bit excited. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. At that time, especially at that time. Oh, absolutely, Jeff. Your favorite song, but uh, even dedicated to you. Think about that kind of gig. Yeah, yeah. Hearing hearing that solo, you know, as a lot of you know, that's my favorite Kirk solo and unfortunately they don't play it too often but yeah that'd be that'd be a special one to hear especially having it dedicated to you as well that's that's an honor this one goes out to Jeff Winslow <laughs> 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 So, Michael and Gerhard, between the two of you, how many uh, how many shows have you seen live? Uh, Michael, much more than me. I think uh, I don't count it anymore, but uh, it's about so, 30, 30 shows. 30? All the time. The first one was in 1988. It was my oh, first wow. show. Yes. Uh, during Justice the Tour. Justice for All Tour. And uh, it was a nice experience. Uh, it was 3,000 uh, people, and I had my brother with me. He was at uh, 15 at that time. I was 18, just uh, was able to draw, drive a car. Cool. And uh, yeah, it's, we stood about five meters before the front row or the, the stage. Okay. And at that time, you, you thought about your life uh, uh, because there was no uh, safety first. It was sure. the only crazy uh, fight for your life. Could you imagine seeing that 
concert in a smaller intimate venue like that. I mean, like we're used to seeing Justice as, you know, the Seattle DVD as we all know, but to to see it in a much toned down, you know, setting as far as like the size wise, that's that'd be so cool to be that close to. And you know, Jeff, I've always said it. I've seen a couple shows in Europe. I take a like what Gerhard was saying, an intimate show like that, just a few thousand people. Yeah. But with that European energy, that'd be something that you and I have basically never experienced before. That's what I've heard. I hear that you know, unfortunately, I've never seen any any shows in Europe. I mean. I can only imagine what it's like. Everyone says that it's just a whole, like, next-level energy, you know, and I can't well, yeah, wait when to... You're, when you're wearing green shirts, that's what happens. Yeah, at that time, no, no green shirt. At that time, I had a, a trip here to Cliff Burton shirt on. But uh, I only recognized that Cliff Burton was not alive when I bought my first EP. It was the $5 EP. And at that time, I was uh, my friend introduced me to Metallica. And I was yeah, 17. And first time I, I read about Metallica, I was 15. So in the, in the youth uh, journal Bravo, in Germany, everyone read the Bravo. And there was this, this yeah, guys with the jackets. And, and, and so, and then you think, oh, and then at that time I was in the punk music a little bit. It was my first experience to, to be a, a rebellious. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I, I discovered the thrash metal. Uh, community or first with Metallica and so but my parents told me when I take my brother with me to the first concert he was 15 I have to take care about him but it was not too easy because every time he fell down I took his belt and I don't don't to lose him under the crowd sure sure <laughs> Gerhard you were mentioning your brother could drive what's what's the legal driving age in Germany to get your license Eight, 18, at 18 time. okay is it still that still that age yeah, if you if you now you can drive a seventeen, but only uh, if you have a, 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 a two to two, two, uh, two guys in the car. If you have always an adult with you. See, I've been saying it. Sixteen is just too young over here in America. I mean, there are Mr. Driving Instructor here. Chime in. Yeah, so I'm a driving instructor, and okay. <clears throat> this is the thing. Now, I I definitely get some students that are fifteen, sixteen years old that amaze the hell out of me. I'm like, wow you are driving like a normal adult but overall i gotta say especially after taking this job 16 is too young to get your license these these kids just aren't responsible enough in you know their own lives let alone going out and you know putting someone else's life in their hands as well it's it's kind of scary when you think about it let's do some training on the autobahn yeah right (laughs) i mean that's what we're here for to try and teach them how to do it properly but i i kind of feel like 18 might or should be the age of when getting licensed but you know but i learned that it's always difficult if you're 18 and have a driving license to get 20. this is the difficult the most dangerous time in your life but in in europe or especially in germany we have uh yeah we don't let the young people drive the car but they are allowed to drink beer at 16. Yeah. That's wow, the difference. Sure. There is we definitely spend our time that... with drinking beer with 16, not with driving cars. I mean, I was drinking beer at 16 and, and driving cars. So, I mean, we're not too far off there. What's there to say, man? We're out of beer. We're out of beer. Fuck. <laughs>
lovely sight. But usually when we take some visitors over and uh, from the U.S. and we drive on the Autobahn with them and we drive uh, 140 miles or so or even a little bit faster, they will talk about it for the next two or three days. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> That's for sure. That's the highest speed on land that they have ever experienced. <laughs> I've gone faster here in America than I should probably admit here on air, but... The Autobahn, there's just something about it. I'm a big car guy, so it's like it's just a big bucket list item for me. What's the average speed on the Autobahn in uh, miles per hour, guys? In miles per hour, that's a uh, have to calculate a little bit, but um, or kilometers, you can give us both. Yeah, either yeah. or is fine. Well, you should drive around 130 kilometers per hour. Okay. Which is about this is the recommendation yeah, that you have for yeah. us. Some, the car, but 80, 85 miles per I was hour. About, I was about to say, yeah, like 80, 90 miles an hour. That's definitely, on average, faster that's than... That's on average, though. Yeah, that's average. So, I mean, that's faster than people drive here. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's for sure. But I was driving in the U.S. also, so it's quite relaxed, actually, in the U.S. You just uh, switch on uh, speed control, and then you just go. So that's quite relaxed, actually. Just driving down the freeway at 60 until you see the Hellcat come flying by you at 140, like I saw tonight. Hellcat? Tesla, bro. <laughs> right? <laughs> get on the highway, get in a blizzard in Minnesota. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's where Jeff is. Yeah, that's, yep. But the, the, the funniest thing in, in, in Europe is uh, during the day, uh, the, the, the streets are crowded, but they, I'm working as a sales, sales uh, manager. And it was a lot of driving in the, during the night, and this could would uh, uh, could uh, nah, hold me awake at that time to okay. listen to Metallica very loud and to drive 200 uh, kilometers per hour uh, sure. during the night. This the, the highway is free, and so this is uh, about four years or five years. This was always my driving home: loud heavy metal and Metallica and. Red it, Bull and it driving fast. <laughs> yes, that's great. Cranking fuel and going fast. But if I think now he's 50 years old, I think I was crazy at that time. <laughs> he was cranking the longest album called Load and he wasn't listening to Lulu. He was staying awake. Right, yeah. <laughs> well, gentlemen, let's uh, let's get to know you a little bit better. Let's go through a little rapid fire question. You just got to pick or choose one or the other. Are you ready? Okay. You guys can alternate questions. Uh, Michael, we'll start with you. This is called rapid fire. James or Lars? James. Gerhardt, the Eat Fuck Explorer or Kirk's Mummy? James. Got it. Michael, uh, Jason's perm or his shaved head? Uh, not his shaved head, for sure. <laughs> okay, we'll go with the short perm from like 95, 96. Um, yeah, actually I met Jason around that time, so I know how it looks in real life. <laughs> oh, cool. Very cool. On the uh, 94, 95 or the load tour? Uh, on the load tour, uh, 96. Very cool. Yep. I had a meet and greet and met Jason there. Cool, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Gerhardt, Through the Never or SNM 2? SNM two, but I did not join. I say that again. I didn't hear you. Uh, SNM two, but I was not in in San Francisco, but I was in the in the cinema with my with my older son. There you go. That's what I meant. I meant uh, either of the two movies. I love okay. it. Okay, Michael, you're gonna love this. Lulu, or the song Purify. Hey. <laughs> 
I think you tricked me into some interesting questions here. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we call it rapid fire. Get to know you a little bit better. Um, I, I'd even say Lulu, and I can explain later to you why. <laughs> wow. I, I thought for sure... Jeff, I thought with a name like Saint Germany, they'd have to pick Purify. You should have picked uh, Saint Anger versus Lulu. The whole oh, album. No. Oh no, <laughs> Michael, you're digging Lulu. I actually dig a couple songs of it because okay. I, I think that some songs are Metallica songs. So Ice Tani, for example, is a typical Metallica song on it. Yes, it is. And um, I like the idea of doing things differently. So um, I'm always open for new stuff. I listen into quite a wide range of music developed over the years. So why not listen to some things of Lulu? And I actually started collecting the recordings of Lulu. There you so go. There are different versions, as you might know, with the poster, with the tube, um, the, the book, the yep. pictures, um, the CD versions. What all came in that? Uh, what all came in that uh, tube? The tube? Is that the poster? Yeah, the tube uh, contains the poster. It contains uh, CDs that are actually hanging inside the tube in some weird way, and um, there are also some pictures, some um, high quality pictures. Okay. Yeah. I think that should be it. Jeff, where's your Lulu tube in the background there? Um, it's in my fire pit in the backyard. <laughs> this is interesting that Michael likes it and collects it. Uh, for me, it was my first and only CD I bought, and I sent it back to Amazon. Because I... <laughs> it's really, it's not, it not a joke. I really, I, I was so angry at that time that I sent it back. <laughs> Why does that sound like something our bass player would do? Listen to it once, put it back in the jewel case, back on the shelf. I could not, I could not get to this this combination because I, I like Lou Reed and I, I in my playlist there is one song of the, the, the collaboration. But this CD at that time, uh, I was really uh, not not uh, okay with this. Pizzle would have returned his CD to Sam Goody. Yeah. <laughs> of all things to return to Amazon and they accepted it. I love it. No, I don't open it. I, look, I listened to Spotify first and then I send it back. So you physically never opened it? No, I don't know it exactly, but I sent it back and then I did not like this this stuff. It was so really... (laughs) And to think Michael picked it over Purify. We've got two totally different opinions, just miles apart. I should say kilometers apart right in Munich. I love it. (laughs) But maybe maybe my my fear was that it's the end of the band. Maybe it was my fear. Well, I was thinking maybe we do a little and voting for all. Ooh. So within voting for all, we pick two topics that are obviously Metallica related, and you guys are going to choose between one of them. I obviously will give each of you your own chance to answer, and we'll see what happens here. Now, the interesting thing about tonight is we've never had two guests on at the same time from the same chapter. No, we haven't. So it's going to be interesting to see if you guys pick the same answer or if you guys go uh, opposing views on this. This will be fun. So tonight on And Voting For All, we are going to do a little battle of the detuned songs. So it's going to be The Thing That Should Not Be versus Sad But True. Ooh, you went real heavy. For me, it's Sad But True. And I would say The Thing That Should Not Be. 
<laughs> oh, there we go. A 50-50 yes. split. I'm so glad that this is how it went. <laughs> so it's our uh, Instagram vote when this episode goes live. The Instagram uh, poll will be open early Thursday morning, close Thursday night with results on Friday. We get a few thousand votes. There you have it, folks. Episode 3 in Season 4. Thing That Should Not Be versus Sad But True. Michael and Gerhardt see very, very different, whether it's Sad, Thing, Lulu, or Purify. How about us, Shane? Do we see eye-to-eye on this one, or are we going to be opposing? What are you going to choose? Um, I think you know what I'm going to pick. I know how anti-Sad But True you are. <laughs> Am I correct? It's not that I dislike the song, I just playing it live, it's a little bit of a snooze fest. So as far as it going on a set list, I'm usually kind of anti-sad but true. Um, when I take the listener fatigue out of it, I have to go with sad but true. Fair enough, fair enough. I mean, it is, it truly is a good song. It's just... Hey, there was the cashmere of the 90s, man. <laughs> exact quote. Yeah, this this is true. Um, obviously I picked the thing that should not be because, you know, it's a big old fat motherfucker, but (laughs) (laughs) how'd I know you were going to go there with that? I, you know, I just can't not go there with it, but yeah, I I had a feeling that we might see a little bit different on this one, but that's all right. I love it. I love it. Between the four of us, we're 50, 50 voting opens Thursday morning, closes Thursday night with results on Friday. Gerhardt, Michael, uh, season four sees us putting together our Master of Albums project. How did that come along for you guys? That came along quite well. We we split the list, so we have. Um, so this was a joint like. My side. So this is a collaboration between the two of you. Yeah, that's a collaboration. Very cool. Did you guys use the full twelve, or are we scaling it back, or where are we going with it? We took the twelve. You did do okay, so six and six nice. then. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. I like this collaboration work. This is going to make it interesting. Do you guys have an album name, maybe, or? Yeah, it's going to be called Saint Germany. Right. <laughs> Michael, you you had you had, you chose the the co- the front cover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we also thought about the cover about the covers of the or cover of the album. And then we came up that uh, we do a. Um, a flip side cover so that we have two covers oh cool turn turn the cover and you will have a different one. Oh, that's awesome <laughs> i love that turn the page and you have a different cover <laughs> you see st germany is all about collaboration and about community so yep. one big family and every member can participate and then bring in his ideas and that's what exactly what we did and yeah the front cover is from the from the next planned chapter chapter meeting and uh, the back cover, and I took this one because this was a gift from my son to me. So that's all. Oh, this is cool. And oh yeah. This is uh, maybe this is interesting. He's wearing a shirt during the Black Ticket tour. I, I purchased in 1988 by my first concert. That's and cool. Now he believes. So your son's wearing that shirt now. He's wearing the shirt now. Yes. And this Very is cool. what I gave me to my 50th birthday then. Oh, girl, that that is so cool. So we combined the family. The family as uh, Saint Germany is a 
Metallica family and the private family, and you have to care about both. So it's a flip side cover, and your cover's got the deal with uh, family and your 50th birthday party. And now, Michael, what are you holding up? Just a second. That's the place where the next chapter meeting should take place. That's the church church in the village. Oh, that's cool. All in, oh, cool. All in green. Fits the chapter. That uh, has our logo on it here. Did you make that uh, image? One of our members did it. Okay. Uh, Medes, the guy with the long beard. You might have seen him also. Yes, yes. Some, on some pictures. He did this. And it was on the actually the to promote our next chapter meeting. So once a year we have a chapter meeting somewhere in Germany. And we try to get in as many people as possible. Awesome. I usually and rent the actually... whole house, community house, where we get in 40, 60 people or so, and then have a party for two or three days. <laughs> two or three days? Yeah, people. it usually is over weekend, so people come in on Friday, Friday evening. Okay. Some prepare things already. And uh, the, over the next two days, people come in. Some stay just overnight. Jump, some just stay for a couple hours. Uh, before going back and um, yeah it's usually big it's we try to do it once a year question are americans allowed to join as in shane and i <laughs> <laughs> can we come sleep in that church for three days right <laughs> well the meeting is not actually in the church but it's at some other place where we can um bring in so many people very um, cool yeah but it's but think i do Michael, they wait for an invitation. I think I can tell you are invited. <laughs> I think I read. That. I think I heard that between the lines. <laughs> but usually, but, but we are quite we are, we are open for for members from other countries. So we have people from Austria. We have people from Switzerland. Very cool. Um, we already even have members in the United States in Los Angeles. Dude, I love this. So between your fiftieth birthday party the flip side record and the green church I, i'm blown away by the concept already we haven't even talked about songs yet jeff yeah i like the idea of the whole flip side and not I like the fan i like tying in the family that's what's cool yep yep all right guys well uh let's get to the songs let's get to the songs do you guys have like the first six and the last six or do you alternate maybe i can name your first six yeah, I do the I do the first the first um, six, and I start I start with Brett Fan. Oh yes! <laughs> oh Michael, you made my day, man. <laughs> I followed that over the last couple episodes. So <laughs> see you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, the reason is, is 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 we have both the maxi single at home. <laughs> We have the 12-inch uh, single at home, yeah, and it's probably very worn out. So, especially when it was released, it was on rotation. I know it's morning in in Germany, but you just made my evening. So, thank you very much, Jeff. Someday <laughs> is gonna understand how powerful Breadfan is as a live opener and now an album opener, Jeff. Yeah, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> Track one, bread fan. This is this is going to be solid. This is interesting. Yeah, there is more to come <laughs> because the second song, the second song, J- uh, James did a, a cover song, song of a Waylon Jennings song. Uh, don't yes, you think did. this outlaw bit has done got out of hand? So not outlaw torn, but the Waylon Jennings outlaw. Exactly. That exactly. is cool. I think he played all the instruments when it was recorded. 
but there is a live version available uh, yes. with Bob Rock in the background. Yes. And with a Megadeth riff. Um, I, which riff is it? Jeff, does that I ring think, a bell? I think it should be Sy uh, Symphony of Destruction. Huh. I'm going to have to go back to... Th that was like... Um, Michael, what year was that? Can you re refresh us? Uh, it was before 2006, I think. Yeah, it was like St. Anger era when he did that, that country stuff. Mm -hmm. With the Symphony of Destruction riff in there. It rings a bell, but it's been years. It is, it is. It's a long time. It's uh, And people don't listen to it very often, so... Uh, we had some... We, at our one of our chapter meetings, we had some background music. And suddenly it was... It came in with random play. And that was very special. So not many people listen to it. Um, you should. Because it's a very well-done song, in my opinion. Brings in a lot of different styles. Very cool. P punk... Um, punk... Um, Flair on the stage. Uh, it brings in um, metal, country. So that's that's quite nice, nicely done. Jeff, my throat's getting dry. I gotta have some liquid death. <laughs> <laughs> so that was number two, Michael. That was number two. Thanks to Mr. Jennings, I love it. Yeah. Brett fan into a country song. It doesn't get any. That that's cool. And then we go to Men Unkind from Hardwired. Alright. Because that's a very special song. It's almost prog style song. Rob. That's a Rob song. I it's just... Rob song. Wow, I... This is not where I expected any of this going. But I like it. I love it. You see, my approach is doing things differently. So we cannot do the same things all over. <laughs> that's good. You can't rein reinvent the wheel, but you can definitely make it better. <laughs> you can write your own master well Jeff when you pick Lulu because it's different you knew this was going to be different I knew I was in for a surprise and a special treat with this one now he's going to probably say something like Sandman nothing else matters not quite <laughs> not quite <laughs> I say Orion <laughs> classic absolutely classic Absolutely classic. I never saw Cliff Burton live. That's a pity. I was a little bit too late to see mm -hmm. Cliff live. But I met Ray in San Francisco nice. uh, when he was uh, walking around the venue, um, which turned out to was his last Metallica show that he attended. At uh, S&M? S&M 2. Very cool. Yep. And I think Orion is such a classic. It has to be on the list. I agree with you, Michael. You know, the interesting thing is before um, at SNM 2, when uh, Scott Pingle was starting to play his bass solo, there I swore there was a couple notes in there that sounded kind of like the first 30 seconds of Orion. Could be. Did you ever, did, did you ever get that feeling before we actually knew he was going to go into pulling teeth? Could be, could be, but I had goosebumps at that point oh i think everybody did so it was really 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 emotional song absolutely and you were you were there you, you had the goosebumps you you looked to the guy next to you and he was crying yeah if you if you who did i tell that to i think edwin outwater yeah 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 i mean there was there was people all around me emotional and totally had the goosebumps and that, that's still looking back you know a year and a half ago that was the that was the highlight of that set for me was was pulling teeth. That was incredible. Yeah. 
Absolutely, absolutely. I don't think anyone expected it, and the way it was performed, and then, you know, Lars making it kind of the full version, that's, the place went wild, and it was it was hard to top it after that happened. Absolutely right, absolutely right. All right, so Orion's four, what do we got for five? Another cover version, The Weight. Hey, now we're talking. Nice, nice, nice. I like the guitars at the beginning. I like this guitar sound. And uh, $5.9080p was the very first record that I got. Okay. Same with me. That was also the first one I bought. Uh, Did you get it on tape? I got it on CD back then already. Okay. No, I bought the LP, the vinyl. Very cool, Gerhard. I always what, loved, uh, Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Jeff. I was going to say this. What always drew me to that song was the just the weird flange that James has on his voice. That effect. I remember when I was young and I heard that. I was like, "What the hell is that? I don't know mm-hmm. what it is, but I like it. It sounds cool as hell." Yep, I saw it live actually. And they played it in Munich, 2018. Nice. And they only played it 25 times overall. And one of the performances was in Munich, and that was really great. That's so special. Especially, we are again at this point where we do things or we listen to things that are not so played so often. So that's should be something special. Oh yeah, definitely. That's like when I put my dream no more set list together. That was kind of the ideas. I mean, there was definitely songs that they they play, but you know, I didn't want to pick you know the typical. You know, Master of Puppets, Enter Sandman, and like everything you'd always hear, it's all about doing it a little bit different and picking those real deep kind of special tracks. I never realized until you said that that it actually is a flanger effect on a vocal, which is usually a guitar effect. Yeah, yep, that's what's on during the verse. It's it's crazy. It's Mm -hmm. genius if you think about it, especially for that time period. But when he's singing, he sounds like he's 100 miles away from everybody else. Yeah. Sounds like a robot. <laughs> That's really, really interesting. I, I already found out in the last episodes that um, we learn a lot about the songs here in your podcast. So you always point out special things that no, not everybody's aware of. And then you can come back, you can listen to it again, and you find new things in the songs. I'm glad you noticed that. That's. I feel like we're always pretty good. Or I'd like to think that we, you know, dissect the songs in a you know pretty open manner, but picking out details that we've noticed over the years that hopefully, you know, other people can... We're just picky, Jeff. Yeah, we're picky, exactly. We're high-maintenance picky, but at least Michael knows that Bread Fan is the best opener, so that's all you need to know from this show. If that's what they take away, then hey. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, you got, uh, according to my Florida math, one more song. What What do you got? And Justice for All. Yes! Yes! Justice for All. It's so epic. It's so epic. It is epic. That is my favorite Metallica song of all time. I'm so glad you picked it. I thought I thought Dire's Evil. <laughs> That's my favorite Kirk solo, but Injustice for oh, All. You got a lot of favorites. Well, I mean, you got to put it into subcategories. <laughs> I love it. I can now talk about something that you have not seen, probably, but the demolition of the stage during um, Justice for All. The live shows Damage Justice Tour that they did. Of course, you, you, you see it on the videos, but uh, when you see it live, that was a quite an uh, interesting moment when the, when the statue came down and um, they had um, parts of the lights coming down, swinging in. Yeah. 
and um, I was quite scared at that time that everything will fall apart now and the show will be over. <laughs> Especially when you stand five meters before the stage. <laughs> That's just cool that both of you saw Damage Justice. I mean, but not together because we right, joined. Right. But at the same time, long time uh, in parallel. <laughs> I love when you watch the um, the live shit footage. And they're in rehearsals, and the lighting truss comes down and swings, and Kirk goes, I'm saying it for the record. I don't think that's fucking safe. I don't think that's fucking safe. Damn it. I was literally, like, I was waiting for everybody to stop talking, and I was going to say that exact quote. Like, you literally, I was like, uh, and then you fucking said it. I'm like, damn it. I know exactly where he's going with this. <laughs> there it is, bud. Insert track here. I don't think that's fucking safe. I'm saying it right now. Oh, well done. Well played. <laughs> but you got to okay. The one thing... Uh, sorry, Gerhardt. The one thing about that justice destruction and the cunning stunts destruction is that was way before the internet. I mean, if that happened tonight, the whole world would know about it in, you know, 30 minutes as people posted it on Facebook on their way home from the concert. Oh, 30 minutes? That's slow. <laughs> Yeah, sorry, but those things back then worked for an entire world tour. And I'll tell you, when I was in middle school, junior high, and saw Cunning Stunch Destruction, I thought it was real as it could be. It just, the internet has taken away that that production surprise. Yeah, the element of, of surprise. You know what a tour looks like before even the first show from just rehearsals and production rehearsals. You guys, the... you guys got to see the real deal before anyone caught on to it. That's cool. Yeah, it, it takes away some of the surprises of the audience. Absolutely. Yeah. And this was the experience at that time because I'm happy that I grew up without hand, uh, mobile phone and all this stuff because yeah. you really went with your friends to this uh, event and you yeah. planned it and you spent your time and then you had weeks to talk about it. This was uh, this brought the people together, and then when you explain that you have experienced something very special, sure. all the others who had not joined, they they got interested and they they asked you, and so you had more much much more communication because you have something to tell. And then nowadays you communicate everything, but you have don't have anything to tell sometimes. No, it's it's very well said. When you guys saw them in on the Justice tour, who was the opening band? The Cult or Queensrÿche or someone else? Queensryche. Yep. Okay. Queensryche. For both of you? Both of you, yeah. Yep. I think we were just a couple days apart, uh, so we were both in Bavaria. You, you, Munich, you were in Munich? You were, I was in Regensburg. It was different different locations, two, two concerts okay. in Bavaria. That's what I was going to ask. If it might have been even the same show, that would have been awesome. Just a couple days apart, but we, we have many cases where it turns out that members, or probably with you the same, that we attended the same shows, but we oh, didn't sure. know each other. Sure. And then years after, you meet again, and then suddenly you, you can have a topic to talk about. You say, I was at that show. Well, I was also at that show. And uh, did you see that? And, and then that. And so Shane and I have that story. That's experience. <laughs> Absolutely. But I can't say, hey, I was at the show when James dedicated Dyer's Eve to, oh, our own chapter. Yeah, right. And so I, cool. I, well, my, my, when I can remember the first time uh, when I was the Monsters of Rock in, in 91, 
two weeks before before they released the Black album, and and we first heard the, the first songs at that time, and yes. uh, you you were waiting for the, this concert. It was a huge open air with ACDC, Motley Crue, uh, Black Crowes, yes. and then and then you and this was at that time also that a lot of people in the in the in the open air they left the stage because they don't like Metallica. So you are, we are able to go at the front of the stage right sure. before they, they started. And then you stand there and then they play the first new song from the Black Album. And at that time you did not know what, what's coming to us. And the one, one, one friend said, oh, it's commercial. And then we, every, everyone knows what, what happened then. And yeah. now everyone says this is a classical uh, album. But at that time, when you really stand before the stage uh, in front of the stage and then you first hear the, 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 the new song it was uh, unbelievable but it's a long time ago but i can remember the day very well <laughs> so you got to hear sandman before basically the rest of the world i think uh, it, uh, it was uh, beginning of august uh, monsters rock started and then the club end, end of august 20 or 21 they, they re released the album so you must have saw him give or take a couple days around that uh, infamous Moscow show at uh, Tashino yeah. Airfield. This was a week before Moscow was Munich, yeah. Okay, gotcha. My dream show of a lifetime, Jeff. Right. Yeah, when you look at the video from Moscow, you get goosebumps every time. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I still watch that footage, and I'm just like, it. you're just frozen for a couple minutes watching that. You just, to comprehend that that crowd. How many people were at the one you saw? I think it was 50,000. 50, yeah, solid. Be around that, yeah. yeah. But, it, but at this time, the first of the early 90s for Michael and me was the same because we live here near the, the border to the to the eastern part of the world. And, and we had uh, the, the okay. Iron Curtain at that time. This was the, the, the situation when we grew up. Uh, all this Iron Curtain stuff, uh, Chernobyl and all this. Uh, you know a lot of uh, heavy metal songs where this theme is, is topic. And uh, yeah, it was was different. Now we live in a different time. Also, we have two boys, we're sixteen and nineteen. Sure. Then have to grow up in these times. But when we were young, Michael and me, uh, where we had all this this time to where is the world going? And and the, and the soundtrack for our our youth was the heavy metal and and, and and especially Metallica, but also the others, the Megadeth and and the German thrash metal scene uh, from from uh, Creator Tankard. Destruction, and this was oh. our our uh, yeah. creator. Awesome, our soundtrack. <laughs> so you guys were seeing shows while the wall was still up, correct? Yep. Yep. Okay. Yep. That was ninety two. Uh, ninety. Ninety. There was a uh, It was. It started in eighty nine. Nine around ninety. Yep. Then there was Germany reunification in nineteen ninety. October nineteen ninety. Yeah. I'm sorry, '90s when it came down. Okay. Yeah. No, I joined. I joined. I joined the army in after high school in '89, and have to serve at the army. Okay. And then after the first three months, when you uh, learn how to fight against the eastern part of Germany, <laughs> then the wall came down, and all the, the the refugees they came to the western part. They lived in the in the army uh, destinations, and when I stood up in the morning to go it in the, in the to breakfast. They lived in our our army destination. So uh, wow. three months after I, I joined the, the army, the, we, we sat together in the same location. It was weird times. Wild. Jeff, picture a wall going down the Mississippi River 
and East and West don't get to do anything together. Yeah, that's that's kind of how it felt when I watched them blow up the Lari Bridge connecting North to Northeast. All of a sudden now, <laughs> you know, North Minneapolis and Northeast, we were cut off now. <laughs> I have another interesting story from, from 1988, from the Damage Justice Tour. Um, yes. We have one member, she, she uh, lived in Eastern Germany at that time, and they couldn't travel to the West. So they had to travel to Hungary. And they watched, uh, she watched the very first show in Hungary, the start of the European uh, leg of the Damage Justice Tour. So, since she could not travel to, to the Western countries, she had to go to, to Hungary. Wow. And watch the first first show of the European leg there. And, and, and the Western part of Germany also was allowed to travel to Hungary. So, this was the only uh, country in Europe you can come together because you're allowed to tr make your holidays in Hungary at that time. So if you were in East Germany, you could go to Hungary, but not people in West Germany. Yeah, but also the West German people at that time. And the first refugees from the Eastern part uh, uh, flew uh, uh, over the Hungary uh, country. Yeah, okay. They, okay, got they, it. Cut, they cut the Iron Curtain in Hungary and then people came in via Hungary. Different times now, huh? Cause... Absolutely different. Changed wow. completely. 30, 30 years ago. Things have definitely changed a little bit. Speaking but of not change, our music. <laughs> no, isn't that true? The music's always been here, and uh, it's been here for all of us around the world. That's the best part, guys. Sure. Well, Gerhardt, um, we're off to your six songs to, uh, to fire up your second half of the album. Yeah, it was interesting because yesterday Michael uh, showed me his uh, six first songs and uh, then I showed me him mine and I uh, started with Leper Messiah. Nice. Uh, and this, yeah, it's, the first three songs is really from my from my personal experiences. I only show you this picture. This was my, my gang at that time. We have all the same shirt. And uh, one of uh... them, they introduced me to Metallica and he uh, forced me and my brother to learn this song uh, from the from the lyrics and then I did so, not understand why the picture you held up was that a football team that no, this was uh, our, our heavy metal gang at the time that was but the heavy metal team also and we had all the same the same uh, shirt oh we got a shirt too nice but oh, awesome one, one, one interesting story about this gang we had no money at the time but we invested in this shirt and we 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 did uh, thrash, but the the guy who made the shirt he take took out the age from the thrash. Oh, trash till death. death! But then out, I, then oh, we told him that this great. is written wrong, and and he was the he had told us no, that's right, so, uh, no. And then then we don't pay the shirts, but we got them because we explained it's the wrong <laughs> wrong set words but it doesn't matter because we we saved our money and then the next 10 years <laughs> we had all this shit. but this is there's a punk attitude <laughs> there's the name of the episode jeff trash till death trash till death <laughs> forgot one letter reminds me of those memes you see nowadays that says ruin a band name with one letter that's what oh, yeah. ruin our <laughs> shirt with one letter <laughs> okay. this was really but we saved money <laughs> 
<laughs> That's perfect. And you got to learn the lyrics to Leper Basayo as a win-win. Yeah. <laughs> and then the second one is we I told you that we are driving cars in Germany and, and I drove with the car from my mother in holidays uh, and I listened very loud to the For Whom the Bell Tolls. This is my Classic. second song. And then I crashed my car, uh, not mine, this car from my mom. <laughs> so you crashed your mom's car? During this song, I crashed the car from my mother, and but I so I did not have any any major uh, injuries, and uh, this was the first and only crash I had in my life. I love it. And then the sec the third one song of is uh, crash cars in brain surgery. Nice. Well, that should have been the car crash song. No, this is uh, <laughs> two reasons I took this song is uh, first uh, it was on my first uh, own board uh, LP. Five dollar EP, five ninety eight, and I'm working since the last twenty five years in the medical business, and I'm I'm always have uh, with uh, brain surgery departments. We deliver machines, and then as you know, the mother from James died on brain cancer. Yep, yep. And so I always thought, hopefully James does not have the same experience, and if he would. I could re recommend him the best neurosurgeon in Munich because he's a customer from mine. So if if I don't oh. hope it happens, but this is always for me a song. It's a <laughs> connection to James and the, not the good times he had in in his youth. And right. uh, I'm working in this uh, in this uh, yeah, profession. All right, Jeff. If you have a brain aneurysm while we're touring in Germany or while we're at the St. Germany chapter meeting at that green church, we know who to go to. Right. I'm going to have your number on speed dial. We He's can we can recommend you the best best um, surgeons here in Germany. Gerhardt has the machine. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's my dude. Good. Then uh, maybe one song you know from the, from the um, Master of Puppets reissue, the Money Will Roll right in oh yeah it's a demo demo version the yes. money will roll right in early early yeah i think a little bit uh, i think uh, for the commercial success for metallica a lot of people uh, don't uh, were happy about that but i think if you're not uh, successful you cannot uh, proceed and you have at the end you have to end your project if you're not su successful and this is the most successful not commercially uh, at Metallica, it's this family thing and the whole fa Metallica family that did well so said. much good things for the community, for the for the uh, people here. Maybe well said. everyone know, knows how, how difficult this is uh, to uh, keep your family together. And Metallica, with all the highs and lows, they did it for them pers personally and for the whole community. And this is what I, I really... Uh, yeah, appreciate and, 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 and Metallica family forever, man. Yeah, very uh, very well said. But they would not have done this if they're not uh, successful in a commercial way. Absolutely. Some sometimes you got to accept that and take the next step, whether people love it or hate it. It's 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 called life. It happens with all walks of life, I believe. Jeff and I are just starting to get sponsored by Liquid Death, um, sparkling, and mountain water. I mean, Jeff, how successful are you? You're drinking free, sparkling, canned water. So the money is just rolling right in for you, dude. Hey, what do you know? I'm a professional podcaster now. Hey, hey. 
I'll send you your $4 royalty check. No. <laughs> Royalties. <laughs> and then you can say the money rolled in. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hashtag the money rolled in. Yeah. <laughs> and before we talked about uh, Lulu and I sent the CD back, but uh, this... But at the at the at the end at the end there was uh, in this in this period they had uh, a good song uh, but it was only live played uh, the sweet chain together with uh, Lou Reed the video the sweet chain this is the only song I like from this period and this is my my uh, fifth recommendation for my part of the set list and oh, the last sweet. one yeah. I, I had a hard time understanding you, dude. Sorry. Sweet Jane, they played that at the uh, 25th anniversary, I believe. The yeah. rock and roll anniversary yeah. in New York. Yeah. That's a great version of that song. Yeah, that's that song should have been on Lulu. That's a, that's a great song. James sings that. I hate to take away from Lou Reed, but James makes that song. I think it was great, great interpretation of this many times interpret, interpreted song. Uh, and this is where my when I was happy about this uh, phase of Metallica. <laughs> Jeff, did you think Master of Elms would hear the money will roll right in into Sweet Jane? I did with a flip side cover. <laughs> I definitely did not. I can almost guarantee. Excuse me. I can almost guarantee that this Master of Elms will go down as the most unique one of the season. That might be a challenge to some other people, but yeah, but let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs> is, you said that was Seth Magnetic and Harvesters of Utah. This we, one, we started with Brad Fan. Brad Fan was the opener, and the closing song is the Thorn Within. Thorn Within? <laughs> so, like I was saying, the most Are unique. You now I I have to ask a question here for for weekly listeners that know how much I love Breadfin. Are you aware that Thorn Within is my song that should not be? I think it's still never played once, right? And that's just fine. And that's what's gonna open up Shane's next Dream No More set list. <laughs> <laughs> we we needed to balance out the the, the set list. This was. Wow. Well, so we know that's Shane's song that should not be. What about your guys' song that should not be? Hold on. Before we get to that, just the odds of that are about, what, 190 to 2? About. So to recap, St. Germany's Master of Albums Project, Bread Fan, Outlaw. We're not talking about Outlaw Torn. Just, just go Google Waylon Jennings and Outlaw. Man Unkind, Orion, The Weight, Injustice for All, Leper Messiah, Bells, Crash Course in Brain Surgery. That's after you crash your car during Bells, Jeff. <laughs> the Money Will Roll Right In. People are Googling that right now going, what the hell is that? Sweet Jane with Lou Reed and The Thorn Within. Nicely done, guys. You're welcome. Not everyone will like it, but some will. <laughs> oh, I think that's... that's You gotta like that. Especially... I liked it just talking about the flip side cover before we even got to the music. Definitely very creative. I enjoyed it. Had chain song that should not be. Oh my god. So, like I was saying, what would be your guys' song that should not be? 
Do you guys have a song? I mean, there's got to be at least one that you'd be like, all right, we can skip to the next one. Sometimes cannot hear. And, and you know, the St. Anger album was very, very difficult. And there are a few songs. I some always try to, to listen to them once more, but I cannot... Uh, it sounds like we have an reason. album that should not be. <laughs> no, not the, not the whole album, because when, when you hear it live, the songs are very, very cool. But if you hear it on the, on the CD, you don't, uh, yeah, you don't need to listen to them because they are not really, uh, yeah. And it was an experiment, experiment at the time, but I think they are much more better when you hear them live, the songs from the Send Anger period. But the CD is still uh, for me. Uh, the, this CD should not be. And then I can remember I drove to the uh, to the open air uh, rock in Nuremberg, uh, rock in Park, and I listened to this uh, to the CD. And oh, then sure. I met my brother there, 2003, and then he told me, "What's that?" And and he, that was What's time that? when my, my my brothers stopped listening to Metallica uh, in 2003 after the Saint Anger. Jeff, I like how the album that should not be is coming from the St. Germany. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how about you, Michael? Do you have a song that should not be or maybe an album that should not be? Clearly, it's not Lulu. It's. I think it's a very difficult question. It's similar to the question uh, of the best song or the best songs uh, because there are so many and it changes. And that's what I especially like about the guys you have this wide range of different music and it it fits your mood if you want to listen to some aggressive style you choose the aggressive songs or the aggressive albums if you mm-hmm. want to have it a little bit slower or you want want more more bluesy or more surf music style then you choose a different album so it's it always depends on the mood and what i just want to hear so there i would say there is not a real song that i don't want to listen to so even my my list could be quite different next week. So, and it changed over the years. It changed over the years. Sometimes you hear the, the music first time, and then it's not so interesting. And a few years later, you listen to them a second one, and then oh, maybe sometimes you have to. In, in German, you do, do not understand the lyrics in the first listening. And sometimes, especially, it's for me that after a certain time, I, I, I really read the lyrics and then mm-hmm. for me the combination uh, makes it m- much more interesting to l- listen to it uh, once more and then you get another a different attitude to this song so this is a first jeff we have a chapter saint anger themed member saying saint anger album and and also a first of michael saying there just isn't a song that should not be yeah we haven't had either one of those again you guys definitely get an A plus for uniqueness and creativity. That's for sure. Uh, would you gentlemen like to jump in the fire and play a little Germany-driven Metallica trivia? Sure, trivia is always nice. You can make a fool out of yourself in front of a big audience. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 not what we're trying to do. I think you guys are going to do just fine with this. Jeff, would you like to take? Uh, I'll take one, three, and five. You take two and four. All right, sounds good. All right, we're jumping in the fire with Gerhardt and Michael from St. Germany. Question one, gentlemen. When was the last Metallica show in the country of Germany? Monaghan. I like that answer. Very hot show. You guys are both there? 30 degrees plus. (laughs) 
last show, last show, last show of the Black Ticket European Tour, and we all had the Hawaii shirt on because this was our tribute to the band after the European Tour. Oh, very cool. Hawaii shirt on for and and the, the flowers and then gave it to the band. Very cool. So thirty degrees. That's about ninety-five Fahrenheit. That's a hot day. Yep, it was a hot day. It was among the hottest shows of the European tour. Um, yep. Well, you guys are starting off strong. Let's see if we can keep the steam rolling. How many Met Club chapters are in Germany? Well, there's only one that counts. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> okay, I, okay. I don't know, but it's four to five, huh? Four, I think it should be. Yep. We did some research, and there's six of them. I was shocked. Ah, okay. We've got uh, Magnetics Germany, Metal Militia Germany, Scary Guys Germany, Bavarian Horsemen, Saint Germany. That one sounds familiar. And there's one called, you might have to correct me on this, is it Rhine or Rhein Incorporated? Rhine, Rhine Incorporated, yeah. Rhine Incorporated. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what, if I lived in Germany, since I'm a big BMW fan, I think I would name my chapter uh, Bavarian Metallica Works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good idea. <laughs> Leave it to Jeff. Bring Maybe when you, the, you mentioned uh, metal, metal militia, you, you mentioned metal militia, and uh, I want only to say hi to Ma Martin uh, and his friends, Martin Marta. Right and on. Together with with metal militia, there will be a, 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 a hopefully a nice event in, in August to celebrate the 40 years of Metallica. Very cool. I love those names. Magnetics, scary guy. Uh, if I may ask, what's what's uh, Rhine? The Rhine River. It comes from the Rhine River. Oh God, I knew that. I... Um, they are located near, near 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 the river there, and that's where they choose the name from. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I, that totally makes sense now that you said it. Uh, question three, guys. When was the first time Metallica played Germany? Maybe the date. Uh, we're looking for the city. Don't know. Should 83, or? Uh, it was in 84. Any idea, Michael? Um, 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 um. Not 100% sure. There was one at Lorelei, near the Rhine River, where they played. No, but, the, but this Legendary. was not the first. Not the first. That was probably not the first year, right? February 7th of 84 in Nuremberg. In Nuremberg, ah, yeah. Bavaria. A classic <laughs> set list. You can probably guess what the set list was in early 84. Pretty straightforward, kill them all uh, track list. No Enter Sandman. <laughs> no Sandman. No, no, Sandman they, room. no one. They did, not, they did not open with Breadfan. Good, good. And they did not open with Breadfan either. <laughs> Jeff says good. Let's just mute <laughs> Question number four. Track number six on the Black Album is... Ooh, track question. Good question, no answer. <laughs> Track six on the Black Album? I'm going to go with Purify. Well, we're looking for Don't Tread on Me. Don't Tread on Me. Oh, you mean West Side Story.
I think it's it's the the most important song because the the cover of it, the snake it comes from this uh, theme. Right. Very true. Yeah. 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 Very true. Uh, question five. Who came up with these questions, Jeff? Uh, I don't know, man. Not me. Gerhard and Mike are gonna have to do a, a joint uh, work on this. How many music videos came from Load and Reload? Ooh, a combination. Yeah, you got to work as a team. We got we got two records here. Videos. How many music videos came from those two records? We can call it a flip side record, right? Are we at seven? Or yeah, whiskey, whiskey, in, whiskey in the jar. Memory remains. This is the two videos I know. And the give me fuel. Was a video or? Yep. This was the three I know, but. Jeff, never mind the number on the answer. It's it's actually the list that I sent you. Gotcha. The number didn't match the list. I'm just counting these now, and I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'll take the blame for that. I'm not the video guy. <laughs> Michael, did you say seven? I said seven, yeah. You are correct. I'm impressed. Seven Nicely videos. done. Thank you. Until it sleeps, king nothing, hero of the day. Mama said, a lot of people don't realize there's a video for that. Fuel, Memory Remains, and Unforgiven 2. Yeah, 4 plus 3. Jeff, what's your favorite of those of those seven? Crazy as it sounds, the Mama Set is one of my favorite videos. A little country western twang in the back of that car. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the simplicity of it, and then you come to find out like at the end he's not actually in the car. It's them making the music video. I don't know. There's just <laughs> There's something about that video that I always really liked. I just liked the just seemed like it had a deeper meaning which of course it does but yeah i, Very I think i would pick that one as far as music videos go but simple. yeah gerhard michael heck of a conversation season four episode three we talked all things saint germany and more now jeff and i know where to come for the real chapter party i think we're gonna cross paths soon and uh could we put down a few beers together sure sure come over Join us. Have a party with us. Bring your band members with us. Sure. Bring your band members with you. And yeah. If we bring our band members, they're going to drink all your beer, though. <laughs> are we, are we, are we do a flip a flip side uh, uh, LP, a live LP, and you play, yeah, play together together with Metallica, one and Metallica. <laughs> you know what? Um, the drummer from Metallica, I've I've never met him, but we've talked back and forth for years. I'm I'm looking forward to meeting them. Hopefully, coming over there this uh, maybe coming summer and fall and, and hooking up. We follow Metallica and great tribute band. Yeah, they are. Stefan, they are. you you mentioned Stefan. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. Zender or Xander? Yes. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah, absolutely. And a cool, cool, cool musician. And he is his uh, he has his own music school and he's teaching. Uh, yes. Seems like a great guy. Hopefully, we can. Uh, connect soon like you said maybe a a one and a metallica flip side live show maybe at that green church where the meeting's going to be yeah, huh? and, we, we, and you know what, what what songs you have to 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 uh experience uh, to train you have the playlist now the, the thorn within <laughs> and man unkind <laughs> exactly <laughs> it should be a challenge for you as well <laughs> 
Oh, it'd be fun, guys. We we love challenges. We love playing what other people want to hear. Is there is there anything we haven't talked about tonight that you guys want to hit on? No, but I only want to to tell. We discussed it before that uh, this uh, all this chapter thing with with this family that you are able to to come together with people with their own with the same the same experience, uh, different lives, but the same. Uh, uh, love for this band Metallica and that uh, you are able to during your life you join such a group like in Germany and then that they are not only say you are only member if you are behave like this or that you can be how you are uh, you, you are welcome you are really uh, uh, very warm welcome and, uh, and, and you get into this group immediately and without any any uh, uh, yeah that you you can be yourself yourself and 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 live your life and then join you this group and this is what really uh, Saint Germany lives every day every week every year since years and they this is what Metallica created the last the last uh, decades and this is what I really appreciate for the band and and, and I think they don't know even. How much good thing they brought to the to the to the to the people, because the music is the one thing, but but this uh, this thing is more than your mu music, and it, it will stay. If Metallica quits sometime in ten years, maybe they they, they, they split up. This family uh, mind or mindset will uh, stay and will will not go away. I agree. You know, and I I've known that for a good. 10, 15 years, you know, traveling since the St. Anger tour. But where, where I really noticed that was the weekend in San Francisco for SNM2. Oh, yeah, oh. that was a very great weekend. Absolutely. When I think of how many countries were represented there and then the uh, night in between party and just everything that was going around town that weekend, I think that was what really, uh, I'd say, hit home for me personally of, of how much Metallica really brings people and relationships and families and even other countries that might not agree with each other when you're together for metallica everyone's there for the same cause and it's 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 life-changing absolutely absolutely it's really was a distilled weekend of metallica it yeah. was really really people coming together flying in you met the first people already at the airport and then spent spent the weekend with them that was really a a really mind-blowing experience over the weekend. That was really great. And, and Metallica did something different to other bands who have all also their fan base. That they really talk about their their, their lows and their, their difficulties. If you look at, at the situation from James in the end of 2019, uh, that he decided once again to, to fight his demon. Uh, and as a fan from this band or this 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 for this this guys. That you see that they really talk about their problems and that they talk about how to 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 solve their problems and then to stop it and, and not only continue and continue and this is a teaching for life for they do and right. they don't don't think they do it uh, because they want to manipulate their fan base because they only honest honestly tell what's 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 going on right and this is when you when you uh, this is maybe the, the the, the reason that they are so successful with this uh, family. I totally agree, Gerhard. It's, that was very well said. Gerhard, Michael, St. Germany, thank you so much. I have a feeling we're going to cross paths soon, hopefully sooner than later, and 
Thanks to them for coming on uh, Season 4, Episode 3. Let's do it again soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having us on the show. It really was a pleasure. Enjoyed it very much. And feel free to get in touch with us again. Definitely will. Gerhard, keep in touch. Michael, keep in touch. Shane, Jeff, it was and, and good luck for your for your podcast and, and a lot of work. We appreciate it. We have a lot of fun. It's people like you that make it going every week. And uh, we're coming up on a one-year anniversary. We haven't missed a week. Having a lot of fun with it. Thank you very much. It would be great. We will uh, see you soon. Sounds good, man. See you soon. Bye-bye. Yes, for all our friends in St. Germany. Children are the only ones who push in life. Ah, oh, yeah, 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 life.
Hey, hey. 